Did I scare you? Uh, Welcome back oh. to Tony Plays. This is part two of our Halloween special. And I am Dan, your DM, not usual DM, but this is uh, one of those series where we get to let our normal DM play the game. So without further ado, let me present the other Halloween costumes collecting dust in my wardrobe, starting with Tony. Hey, yo, I'm Tony playing Benji, who is a Kenku sorcerer. And uh, an old costume I have in my wardrobe is Fat Slenderman. That's right. I don't know if uh, oh my god, I might be dating myself. But if you're if you ever played the hit Halloween game, Slenderman, I dressed up as him. And as the name might suggest, he's a very skinny dude wearing a suit, and I am very fat, not so Slenderman as I call them. And I have pictures of it, and I will show you in the Discord or post it on Twitter. <laughs> we'll take a we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. See, I only, I only say that because, you know, I'm going to go second. Um, I don't have any photos of my costumes, thank God. Uh, my name is Alec, and I'm playing Trevor. I'm pretty sure this is how we talk, yeah. And one of the costumes in my... I dressed up in the sixth grade. I dressed up as Michael Jackson. Really? I had one glove. There it is. Yeah, I had one, gl <laughs> one white glove. Question. I had a uh, red... It was my mom's red Victoria's Secret like silk jacket that I wore and a wig and yeah. a hat. And I walked around with an umbrella at school and they took it away from me because they thought I'd hit people with it. <laughs> did you hit people with it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did hit people with it. <laughs> Jared, you're um, next. Yeah, I'm playing Santoon. Uh, See me. Human <laughs> fighter. Yeah. We, uh, costume, uh, I just actually, this last Halloween, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do a really big one. And I was Loki and it was awesome. And I cherish it. You need to see the photos. Yeah. We'll post pictures in uh, discord. And I'll, uh, I'll post a picture of me, uh, six years old, I think, in a pumpkin outfit. Uh, that'll be a nice one for the discord to see. <laughs> can all, mm. You can all laugh at that one. Oh, six year old. Dude. I'm going to give the rundown. Very short rundown. I, I just want y'all to follow the YouTube. And this is also a way of me trying to force these guys into a fun YouTube competition. Hopefully, after accepting my challenge, we'll be opening up Halloween Pokemon cards and facing off to see who gets the best of the Pokemon cards on our YouTube channel. So go to the YouTube channel and subscribe because we'll have uh, different content there that you won't see anywhere else. And hopefully that'll be there sometime soon. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. he said. Yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last time on D&D 404, three young kids went trick-or-trolling with their babysitter. Having collected a mediocre bag of candy and apples, their interest shifted quickly to the promise of giant candy bars at Old Man Burguck's house deep in the woods. Fortunately for them, a bowl of candy bars was found left unattended on the front stoop. Unfortunately for them, after Trevor poured the whole bowl into his bag, scarecrows and fence post mimics came alive around them. They were quickly forced inside this creepy house where Anson, their babysitter, was eaten up by what can only be described as a giant wooden mouth in the middle of the foyer. After the mouth formed back into a floor, Trevor, Santoon, and Benji discovered magical relics amongst the skeletons that turned them into powerful warriors like some weird crossover between Big and Jumanji. After running from a horde of mimics, our new formed man-babies now find themselves in the best possible horror movie scenario. Split up with monsters around every corner. <laughs> uh, play that intro bard and let the spooks continue.
<laughs> Good evening, adventurers, and welcome back to a spooky edition of Tony Plays, where Tony gets to play a character. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get into it. Ah, welcome back, kids. So, you've just discovered the skeleton of the late Bulby Burguck in the kitchen. There appears to be a potion, a half-finished potion, rather, next to him, and a note that describes the necessary ingredients for a potion that will possibly destroy this house. The three of you have split up, and we're going to go to Jared first, or should I say Santoon, who is now fighting this fiery scarecrow. I punch it. I'm ready. <laughs> okay. So I got to punch it. That's how I feel like. Because if I move, I'm going to take opportunity attack. Might as well. Bop, bop, bop. Okay. Do you want me to roll all the hits and then do the damage? Yeah, roll all the hits just to start. Okay. A 19, a 26, and an 18. For your main attacks, all hit. Sweet. Are you doing a bonus attack with your magic sword as it flies and zips around the room? So then my last one is a 16. Ooh, that barely hits. So you notice uh, when you slash into this thing, it doesn't feel like it affects it that much. It doesn't make much noise, but does look angered as you mm. slash through this hay-filled scarecrow Rude. with a fiery jack-o'-lantern head. But you do notice that on the last hit, the magical hit with your flying sword, that does full damage. Mm. And it does look, it makes a moan <laughs> as it gets hit with the magical sword. So how much damage do you do with your main weapon? Altogether, it was 38. The last hit was 12. Yeah, so you do 24 damage total. Okay. That was a really good attack. That was the best attack Damn. you've done. And we're already into the new episode. Good That's good impressive. <laughs> yeah, explain what you do as I'm calculating this damage. Um. Well, I saw that my uh, scaredy cat uh, little chickens friends left me so i decided you know what i'm gonna bop this guy right on his nose i start just yeah the first two i swing in like a an x formation and then the <laughs> next two i kind of sweep upwards love it and we're just gonna kind of finish off with jared first because i think we can kind of run through this encounter we're gonna go room to room room just to make it a little more fluid if that's okay with everybody mm -hmm. Hello, Fluid. So this thing attacks you back. It's going to take a... Um, it's mad, so it's going to take... You see its uh, hands turn into sickles. Mm. It puts its a giant scythe back on its back, and it's going to hit you with two... Try and hit you with two sickle attacks. Just try it, bro. I'm feeling loose. That's a 10 and a 22. Ooh, so the 22 one. will hit. Yep. I dodged right, and the one on the left missed As me, it only hits on you right for hand. nine damage, this thing kind of struggles you see as it makes the sickle with its left hand it's actually kind of hanging off by a thread and misses you and like flies into the wall and the other one comes around angrily with a nine damage all right i'm hitting it again i'm gonna aim for that <laughs> that that little weak ass army's got <laughs> that doesn't sound good in the other room 19 ugh, a 12 a 23? <laughs> yeah, two of those will hit. And then a nine. Oh, so your uh, your magic sword ain't doing much, but the first two attacks will definitely hit. You might be able to finish it off with this. We'll see. Kick his ass, Sammy. Nine? Nine. 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 <laughs> Santoon, describe what happens to the scarecrow as you hit it right on the dot. The HP it had left. Ooh. Um, I do my... 
my patented the the x slash work this uh work last time so i'm going in again but this time i take and uh sweep his legs and then stab him as he falls to the ground straight into the floorboards and as you slash it in two pieces into the floorboards you see its animated head and body all of a sudden turn from fire and flames and moving hay to a puff and it all puffs into hay and kind of falls onto the floor slowly we're gonna cut over to trevor oh shit you are now surrounded by four mimics <laughs> three in the room and uh one behind you how this is gonna work same kind of thing we're just gonna go until you figure the situation out before we move on to our next character the door behind you is turned into a mimic there are three other mimics in this room you get to go first what are you doing oh man hmm well, I guess I kind of want to get the fuck out. <laughs> um, <laughs> is there any way, like, I guess, um, like, how close are the ones, like, standing right in front of me? Uh, they're about 15 to 20 feet. Uh, so one's if I try pretty to, far. like, run backwards through the door, they won't get, like, opportunity attacks on me? So right now, this one is blocking. You would have to do a grapple check, essentially an athletics check against this mimic. I want to make, like, a swim man maneuver, you know, and try to get around them. First, uh, give me a contested athletic check. Okay, that should work. That's a nat fucking 20. <laughs> Let's fucking go, wow, dude. Wow, are you damn lucky because it got an unnatural 20. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> and just as soon as all of these come up, you push this thing aside, make it back into the hallway, and they kind of look into the door, but as it sees you fall onto this floor with this mysterious kind of coating, it kind of gets disgusted and fearful and kind of dissipates back into a normal door. Oh, thank God. Whew. I told them we shouldn't have split up. When I get back into the hall, to the right of me the, is the end of the hallway, right? There's like a wall, and then it's the hall going back the way I came, like, yeah. to the rooms the other guys were in. When you go out to your left, but towards the right of the house, uh, yeah, that'll be the end of the hallway. Okay. You do notice notes kind of scattered around, not much else, uh, coding... That's about all you see in the hallway. I will go ahead and just kind of make my way back towards the other doors, then just down the hall. Try to regroup. So, Benji, you now find yourself. You fall. <laughs> you fall Man. 10 feet down. Uh, you don't take any damage. You're good. But you do fall 10 feet down into this mysterious hole of the guest bedroom. What are you doing? Oh, geez, my feather bone. I get up. Um, you have like a, I believe you have like a lantern lit. <clears throat> I just assumed you all had lanterns lit. So uh, <laughs> Yes, I have a lantern. I light my lantern. I thought I had dark vision, but I don't. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, as you fall, it goes, whoosh, the air puffs out the, the flames. So you do have to struggle to light it at first. But now with the lantern lit, you see above you is, uh, you know, the splintered wood of the bed in the guest room and you can see you know tw like 30 feet dimly down this corridor what are you doing so i look around is the walls are like gooey like back in the hallway yeah they're sticky Ew. i like rub my feather finger on it i look at it like one of these where one of what like i uh like stretch it in between my fingers Blue. Tony forgot that you can't see him, so <laughs> he was just. <laughs> I do one of these. <laughs> yes, audience, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. I peck at it. Uh. 
Uh, okay, so you say I can look down this corridor. What am I seeing exactly? Uh, right now, you just see it goes straight. I'm going to give you one movement action before I move back to the others. And whatever you decide to do will give you more information. I'm going to go ahead and cast Light, which is a cantrip. Nice. Love Light. Yeah. Underrated spell, I think. One of the best spells in the game. I take, like, a loose object from my... Like, I take a piece of candy that I have and go, Ugh, like, ugh candy corn. And I light it up. <laughs> I light it That's up. That's a throwback. I like that. With the ketchup, and I chuck it uh, down the hallway. And uh, it gives me an extra 20 feet of light. Uh, for right. <clears throat> so you'll probably see uh, just in the distance, dimly lit, uh, a fork. One going slightly left, one going slightly right. You said a fork. Two different corridors. You see a, a lone fork. <laughs> uh, okay, I pick up the fork. I'm going to walk down the corridor. You walk down the corridor. You're now standing above this candy corn that <laughs> is now split in two, so you have light kind of... out! And I kick the candy corn again. <laughs> yeah, and it goes a little farther down the hallway, and you see, again, just towards uh, the right, that kind of goes more straight than anything. Um, you do see that there's probably another end to the corridor that goes up somewhere else, um, and this is all coded. There's a corridor to the left that veers off that is not coded with this substance, this mysterious Ooh. substance. It's just a normal, like, it's dug. It's almost like a, like someone dug out like a square mine shaft kind of corridor under the house. Ooh. I'm going to follow the goo. You start following the goo to the end of the corridor as we switch back. Damn it. To Santoon and Trevor. Santoon, uh, you're probably poking at this uh, fluff on the ground. I don't know if you're going back to say hi to your buddy, who's now, you probably hear him in the corridor walking around. Yeah, Sammy, where you at? <laughs> what? Where are you? Did you kill that guy or what? Yeah, no thanks to you. Yeah, it's pretty rad. He turned into, he turned into smoke. Uh... What? Are you meeting him in the hallway, or are you staying? I'm kind of yelling at him while. Yeah, I'm just yelling from the hall. <laughs> yeah, muffled. We're in the other rooms. I walk over there, squeaking in the the goo the entire way until I'm back in the hallway. Yep, uh, and you see exactly what your buddy Trevor sees. There's not much in the hallway. It's just coded, and there are scraps of paper uh, on the ground, similar to like the note you found in the kitchen. Like if I pick one up and read it is it yeah you can you can pick up the notes you kind of you kind of take some time right to look at some notes you pick up pieces of ripped and crusty notes some of them uh, clearly have water damage from when this was first applied this substance was first applied so you can't read all of them thoroughly but you do catch a couple phrases like i don't understand her hobbies much but it makes her happy and laurel and i had the best summer uh but you do find one note that says in the one with blank something is illegible and a blue bonnet more illegible words she never plays with that one hmm. Hmm. okay anyways this is all garbage let's go find our friend i don't know where where did he go did you see where he went uh yeah well i think he went in this room because i went down to the end of the hall by myself typical yeah typical. I, he he said we should split up again and i was like no that's probably a bad idea and he was like no just go check the other room down at the end of the hall and i was like okay yep sounds like benji the way this is kind of kind of work is you get one movement into a room per turn essentially oh, okay um, so are you going to move into the guest room? Yes. And as we do, I kind of want to yell to see if uh, Benji can hear us. Yeah. So you walk into the room uh, and you yell when you get into the room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as you're yelling, uh, what do you say? Benji, <laughs> where are you at? You down that hole? 
Wait, wait, I guess, do I see the hole? You, yeah, you see the hole. Um, as you're yelling, you are going to give both of you, not Benji, you're going to give me stealth checks with disadvantage. <laughs> My stealth is already disadvantaged. Okay. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, because I got armor on. Uh, <laughs> and that's a 13. I rolled a 12 and a 15. Great. Nothing, nothing seems to happen. You f hear the floorboards creak a little. Benji, you do probably hear, you don't hear what they say, but you're you're still kind of within the earshot where you hear muffled things echoing through this cavern. Oh, I want to, um, while I can, also, hey, uh, Sammy, how, how are you feeling right now? Like, you are you feeling okay? Or did that guy fuck you up? Uh, yeah, uh, not feeling great. You got some candy in there that might be able to fix me up? No, sorry, man, I don't have any candy, but all oh, I yeah, have is right, my, threw it at me. My, my great personality <laughs> and words of encouragement. And as I do that, I want to put my hand on him and, and cast Cure Wounds. Ugh, stop touching me. You got cooties. Um, and I'll do that <laughs> at a uh, first level right now. Okay. Did you wash your hands? Ugh. Uh, so that's fuck, dude. Really? That's the worst. I rolled like shit. That's only two HP. <laughs> two HP. Hey, it's two more than you had. Okay, that's the way you gotta look at it. You you basically high fived me, and we're like, you got this, man. Thanks. Words of encouragement. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> All right. So Benji, what are you doing as your friends are high fiving each other above you? So I heard them yell down to me, right? Yeah, you hear muffled. You can recognize their tones. Right, you know it's them. I try to answer back, not knowing what they said exactly. But I go, "No, oh, guys, is that you? I'm down at the goop hole." You guys hear? <laughs> you can't hear what he said, but you hear it. What? Sorry, what do you think? I don't know. I guess he's not here. I will go back and assume that it's them, and I go back to where I came and I try to poke my head out from the goop hole. <laughs> like, hey, what's up, guys? Let's go. <laughs> And as you poke up, uh, your floor level, so you notice uh, that there are papers, a couple papers kind of scattered around this room too. All the papers that you've seen so far kind of look like they flew out. They must have flown out of uh, a notebook as someone was running around. Can we look at them? You take some time uh, to pick up these papers. As you're walking around picking up these papers, all three of you only because you did shout into the room <laughs> are going to make stealth checks. 11. I got a 16 okay. and an 11. It's a group check. I got a 19. You look around the room, picking up these notes. A chair falls over, and you all go <laughs> still. A mimic opens its eyes for a second, sleepily, but yawns, then goes back into the chair. Ooh. Oh, shit, guys. You barely passed. That's just one of those things that's on the other room. Wait, how close is the chair? <laughs> how close is the chair? It's don't don't answer that question. <laughs> Ten feet to your left. Ten feet? Yeah, too far. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, you see, you collect these notes similar to what you found in the hallway, and you see various notes. One says, I just bought... 10 pounds of candy from the market. Only the big ones. Laurel says, I shouldn't give out such big candy bars, but seeing their faces light up makes my year. Another one says, Think Bogart ran away. He was a good dog. Another one, Left it in the bathroom or, or closet. I can't remember. And the last one says, Only be completed at my workbench. That's where my tools are. I'm burning this house down before the end of this story, I'm telling you. <laughs> if I was Armos, this shit would be gone. Armos. I was going to say, you're not Armos. 
<laughs> exactly. So if you come down here, my goo pole, there's like a whole bunch of hallways and that and tunnels down here. I think we can sneak around the house. Yeah, I think that might be the better. Right, we got to get the fuck out of here, Sammy. I think there's a way down. Hey, our babysitter's fucking dead, man. He's fucking gone. <laughs> just gotta get the fuck out. You all jump down uh, into this little makeshift whoa, 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 tunnel. Whoa, 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 Before I jump in the hole, I take my sword <laughs> okay. and fucking wing it at this chair and then call my sword back to me and jump in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> you throw it at this mimic. Five mimics pop out of the walls, get really frustrated, and like all lurch at you just as you jump down the hall. One actually lurches into the corridor, but then realizes there's all this goop around, and it's like, and kind of goes back out of the hole. I'm gonna use my Kenku ability where I can mimic somebody, and I would like to mimic the mimic. Make fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just hear in the distance. As we're in the bottom of the the hole, I'm chucking candy corn at him from from bo down below. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're in the sticky cavern. You, which way would you like to go? Uh, are you just going all the way to the end to figure out what's what's going on? Uh, is there another option? So you, you show them what you saw. You know that there's one that veers off that is not coated in any way. Um, mm. And it's all like dirt. It's all just like dirt and roots. And then mm. uh, down the uh, straightaway, it leads to um, just another possible room, maybe? Mm. Mm. Stick to the goop. Yeah, so you uh, go down this hallway, helped by the light spell of your little Kenku buddy. When you get to the end, you help each other up, and you realize that you are now in a closet. Gotcha. Is the goop on the floor? No. Ooh. Just coated in the tunnel. So as you jump out, everybody give me a group stealth check. Just a normal one. Well, some of us have that. I got a 17. I got a 12. I got a 19. Yeah, y'all are fine. You get up gingerly. You kind of know to be a little quieter now. And there's a door in front of you. So is the door closed? Is it creaked open? What are we... Closed. Can we peek through it? Like... Hey, you can open the door. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I don't want to open it. I just want to peek through and see what, I, see what I see. You can give me a perception check with this advantage as you look through a people into a dark room. <laughs> okay. <laughs> can I just listen to see if I hear anything on the other side? You know what? You're right. peeking, yeah, yeah. or you're you listening, well. I'm peeking, and uh, yeah, both of you, give Benji me... over there smelling, smelling with Everybody the sniffles. Everybody choose uh, Benji and Trevor. You can do perception checks for sound. That's another fucking nat 20. I'm not even kidding. I'm rolling them fucking hot right now. I got a fucking 10, dude. I'm rolling straight ass. Six. So, Santoon, you look into the room. It's extremely dark, but you can kind of see there's what looks like a bed. Sweet. And that's about all you see. <laughs> uh, Trevor, you hear the creaking of floorboards like a normal house. There's probably nothing in there. Sounds like it's empty. I think we could probably open it. Yeah. Why don't you, why don't, why don't you go ahead there? Let's see what I was thinking. You could go first. <laughs> I'm uh, in no mood. Sammy, and you're, or... the, you're the brave one. Come on. <laughs> Just, just go, man. Come on. I, I'm 
frustrated at this situation, I kicked the fucking door open as loud as I can. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you kick the door open, you walk out into the, uh, what you can now tell is a master bedroom. Uh, again, how this works, room to room. Uh, as you spend time in rooms, you'll give me stealth checks. Everybody give me a group stealth check with disadvantage because the door was kicked open. <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> I got a 20 and a 17. I got a 13. I got a 27. The door <laughs> like opens its eyes for a second, looks around the room, but you're all still in the closet. The door we just came in or the closet door? Yeah, the closet door you just kicked open opens its eyes, but because you kicked it outwards, it only sees the room. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then and then does kind of like a hmm and then closes its eyes and morphs back into a door. It's just it's the door. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest eyes I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> so you walk out into this uh, room. Uh, you're fine for now. There's a chest oh at the God. end of the bed, and there's a nightstand next to the bed. There seems to be uh, maybe a note on the nightstand. I walk over to the nightstand. Jeez, doesn't this guy have like a filing cabinet or something? I get behind the chest, ready to pounce for when it opens its eyes with my sword like <laughs> over its fucking head. <laughs> Just inevitable when it's about to happen. And do you like, do you like tell Trevor to open it? <laughs> yeah. Trevor, there's something good in here, I swear it. I'm just like at the sword. Oh, go seriously? for it. <laughs> I just go over and I open it. Yeah, we'll get to you in a sec. So Benji, you're reading the note. Uh, and there's a, there's a note on the nightstand that says, <clears throat> We wake up and our guests are gone. At first I thought we had offended them in some way. But after asking around town, no one seems to know where they went. Our neighbors and friends are starting to turn against us, stirring up rumors of murderous intent. How could they say such things? Although, we have lost five friends now with no trace left behind. Are we going crazy? Could we be cursed? Last night, I swear I saw the piano move on its own. I give a sharp look to the piano. <laughs> Uh oh. Trevor, you go, oh, sick. <laughs> Flip open the chest and <laughs> at the ready. Trevor, wait. <laughs> you say, Trevor, wait. And you flip open the chest. Everybody give me a stealth check with this advantage. Oh, my God. Because that was another action on your turn. Oh. What level are we Two at? 13s. Wow. I got a six. 13 plus six is 19. I got a 22. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, you're good. Um, you, <laughs> you close the door as you're coming through and <laughs> whip this thing open. And as you do that, the door opens its eyes, but now it just sees the closet. <laughs> hmm. And then closes its eyes. <laughs> I run over to Trevor and like quietly walk over to Trevor. Like, hey, 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 maybe just try to make all this noise. Okay. Like, in case you haven't noticed, the house can hear you. Okay, all I did was open this fucking chest. Yeah, Why don't you wow. talk to Sammy? He's the one that kicked open the fucking door, dumbass. Don't call me a dumbass, dumbass. As you're yelling, as you're yelling, Santoon is now rummaging already through the chest. In, in the chest, there are some ordinary tools, things like shoes. There's 100 gold pieces uh, that you can take if you like. And there's a small crate of items. Mm -hmm. In this crate is clay, a black onyx stone, Crushed black pearl, a uh, forked twig, and one giant candy bar. Mm. I take the giant candy bar. Hold on, you're arguing right now. What are you? What are you doing? 
<laughs> Santoon. Uh, before they see the gold, I take that and put it in my candy bag. And then, uh, be like, guys, look at all this extra stuff. There's, there's a candy bar in Give it. me a stealth check with advantage. Would against a uh, hand? Yeah, yeah, you can do a sleight of hand, hand check. Yeah, sleight of hand check with advantage against those two's just normal perception but I was checks. the one that opened it, so wouldn't I be right there? But you guys were no, arguing. No, you're arguing. <laughs> while I was... <laughs> uh, it's, it's an at 20, so that goes to the defender. It uh, doesn't matter what you roll. Sorry, everybody. Uh, yeah, hey. so you, you take the gold, um, but now everybody can see you took the gold for... Uh, you got to take one thing. So now now they your friends do see there's a big candy bar. Yeah. I go for the candy bar. Would everybody like to do a uh, sleight of hand check against each other to see who gets it? Ooh. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's do a quick roll off. Everybody do just a regular sleight of hand check. Yeah. Okay. Well, I already used my 20 and I got 15. 15. 17. Oh. Santoon and Benji go for the candy bar, hit each other in the face. <laughs> and as you like kind of fall to the side, Trevor just goes, mine. <laughs> Sick dibs. <laughs> So uh, you can take these items from the crate. You're not sure if they have any meaning, but you collect those things from the chest. Yeah, here, uh, Benji, hold the rest of this stuff. And I give him like all the other stuff that was uh, I fall down from the weight of it. <laughs> so I want to look at the notes again, and I want to see if the stuff I got in the chest uh, lines up with the notes because I... Yeah, you, you read through the notes. Uh, you have the notes, so it's not like you have to do a perception check or anything, but... You know that uh, on the original note in the kitchen... Call back to the last episode. ...is probably the only way. I still need three ingredients, but I ran out of blank, something illegible, sunstone, and crushed black pearl. <gasps> crushed black pearl. I'm very impressed that you went to look back at that note. And you look down, and sure enough, there's crushed black pearl. You have one item that you need. I think this is how we get to the full-size candy bars. But what is how we get there? Well, it looks like... The owner was like trying to create the perfect candy, and you were missing. It looks like, according to these <laughs> notes, in my deduction, that uh, if we can gather the materials, we can finish making his candy bar. And I think, well, I think that's worth the babysitter's life. I think he would want us to recreate the candy bar. And I turned to show Trevor the note, and I hit him in the face with my large beak. Yeah. So uh, you, you obviously got to find two more items. Which way are you going? Is there another door in this room? Yeah, it goes out into the hallway. All right, guys. Be very... Be the night. Be quiet. Do what I do. Birds of a feather. <laughs> and I open the door. <laughs> into the hallway. Yes, so you creep into the hallway. You realize now that this hallway is the hallway that was on the right side of the house, leading into that central room, the foyer with all the skeletons. There are two doors at the end of the hallway and one door fairly close to you in front of you. Mm. I'll let you, I'll let you like walk into one room before having to do that stealth check, you know. Down this way. Let's go, let's go to the left. Yeah, so you lead the way and you all walk into the little room at the top right of the house. And you find yourselves in a washroom. There's a tub, wooden variety <laughs> with, uh, you know, like four iron legs. It's a really nice, elegant wooden tub and a sink on your left-hand side. And uh, you can look around the room if you like. There's not too much to see, but uh, the tub kind of comes off the ground maybe a foot. Mm. I look under the tub. You find something under the tub. Ah. When you look. <laughs> Is it a candy bar? There's a note under the tub. Oh, my. 
Laurel says, I worry too much, but one day, the apocalypse will come, a crystal will come again, and I'll be ready. And you see, like, a little, uh, just hand drawing of, like, a shed with, like, uh, a crude drawing of, uh, who you, you can assume to be Bulby Burguck, uh, kind of blasting a dragon. <laughs> Is there a mirror? No, no mirror. Ugh. But you can look at the sink if you like. Well, I guess. <laughs> you look in the sink, there's another note in the sink. Random tub thought. Crushed black pearl could do the trick. That, and maybe a piece of amber. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we got everything here, so we walk to the other room. Yeah, and as you hall. walk out, everybody give me one uh, group stealth check as you've kind of looked around a bit. 27. Flat or with disadvantage? Uh, group flat. Group flat. 23. Oh, you guys are fine. You you kind of know your lay of the land now, and you're being pretty stealthy in the house. Do, 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 uh, do. Walking real quiet like. Do, 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 and are you just going to the next uh, room across from the washroom? Yeah, I'm going in there. So the three of you walk into the next room. Kick open door. Got it. When you open the door and walk into this room, there's already immediately a weird feeling. You can hear each other talking, but when you walk on the floorboards and you see the floorboards move with your steps, you don't hear any noise. The nice thing is, looks like your little stealth counter has been reset. <laughs> a little metagaming for you. But when you look around the room, you find yourself amongst several shelves on the left and the right. In the back of the room, near the windows, you see a bunch of mannequins. Uh dressed with dresses like human size yeah. and on the left and the right are a bunch of tiny little dressed up porcelain dolls <gasps> oh god okay these are fucking creepy yeah 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 yeah. what was the the note about the bon the baby bonnet ah yes so if you go back to your notes there do you want me to read it for you <laughs> yes please <laughs> yes please in the one with blank and a blue bonnet she never plays with that one. So you look around the room. You don't need to do a check or anything. You see three dolls with blue bonnets. One has uh, blue overalls holding binoculars. One has a red dress holding an umbrella. And one has a plain white shirt holding a pickaxe. Are they like all next to each other? Um, There's like, you know, there's one on the left, one on the right, one at the top shelf, one at the bottom shelf, kind of, you know, they're... What about the other stuff? Is so in, in the layout? Is it are they're not right next to each other? Is, it, is there maybe a pattern? Uh, not much of a pattern. Um, you do see one more note on the ground. Dive on it. Let's go. <laughs> you dive and it makes no sound. This room is weird. <laughs> uh, you pick up the note. A uh, very illegible, but you do see a partial phrase. Something something. Ale and cinnamon. Who would have known? I mean, my dad drinks that for the holidays all the time, so... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. So so it's really quiet when we step on anything, and when I just made that noise, nothing nothing made a sound, right? Yeah. If What if I, like, go to, like, kind of drop something or, like, throw it against the wall? Does it make any noise? No. Like, some... Uh, no noise. <gasps> yeah, but you got to pick between these dolls, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say, I'm going to take one of the dolls and throw it and see if it... Yeah, you could exactly. You could break one of the dolls to try and get inside it. Which one are you breaking? The white shirt one. You go over to this doll with the plain white shirt. 
And uh, what are you doing to break it? You're just like grabbing it and like throwing it onto the ground. You know, I just really miss playing Armos and Fire, like, because everything I just want to light on fire. <laughs> so, no, I take, I have my, uh, wherever it's sitting, I actually don't even move. I throw out my sword and it zips through the air and then comes smacked right, right in the, right down <laughs> Your on top sword. of it. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, this one's on the top shelf, so you, like, come, come swinging. Yeah. As you come swinging, this doll turns its head, goes, ah! and jumps at you. <laughs> you see five animated dolls come alive, pull knives out of their backs, and you are now surrounded by dolls in this room. <laughs> Wait, which one of the blue bonnets didn't come alive? You see the one with the red dress holding the umbrella is looking fine. It's just <gasps> sitting there. I scream and I tell everybody to back out. Like, get out, get out of this room, guys. I got this, I got this, I got this, I got this. And I'm already running out of the room. <laughs> I want to grab the red dress one. Is it close to me? Jared, get out of Everybody the room. Everybody roll initiative, first of all. Get out of the room. 13. Oh my god. I got an absolute one. 19. <laughs> oh, wait. Initiative plus five. I got a six. All right. Yeah. So you all go first. Wait. You say we all go first? Yeah. You all get to go first. Sweet. Benji, take it away. So all these dolls look very uh, hostile, right? Because they all have knives. They all pull knives out and they're, <laughs> they're looking for a fight. I scream looking at the room and out of pure fear, I cast fireball at fifth level. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Excuse me, what? <laughs> You don't want to uh, hold your action for a second and then... I'm going to get this <laughs> part of the room. I'm just going to tell you right now, all these dolls pull out knives. They start jumping at you. As they start jumping at you, you tell me how this goes down. <laughs> uh, as they're jumping, I literally just open and my mouth... And my I open my beak in fear and a fifth level fireball comes out, <laughs> uh, dealing 34 points of damage. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> they immediately get obliterated. <laughs> yeah, you you do that, and as they jump into the air, boof, all these dolls get obliterated and dissipate. The fire dissipates against the walls, and again, that that weird magic on the floor and the walls kind of absorbs the fire and snuffs it out. But these dolls do get obliterated, and the ashes just fall to the floor. As you destroy these dolls in one foul swoop, I love that you got to go first and just do a fireball. That was amazing. Um, you see that as each one dies and falls to the floor in ashes, a stream of energy swirls out from each pile of ash and goes into one of the dresses on one of the mannequins. Wait. And very slowly, oh. you see a beautiful elven woman, a ghost kind of walk out of the mannequin and falls onto the floor and then looks at all of you. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. It appears my curse has been broken. <laughs> my name is Laurel, everybody. <laughs> nice to meet you. How's the house doing, by the way? Uh, I would like to imagine that, like, in sheer fear, my mouth is heating up another fireball, and then one of the guys <laughs> just, like, closed my mouth. Just <laughs> <laughs> <So>, go, <all right. laughs> Yeah, Santoon reaches over and just real slowly, like, <laughs> Wait, Laurel's the one that I had the best summer. She's the one that wrote this note, right? Yeah. Or, or was in the notes. Yeah. So she she's actually talking to us? 
like we can have a conversation with her or is she yes but you do see that slowly the energy is fading and fractals of energy kind of dissipate and her fingertips are slowly disappearing as she's talking to you <laughs> i don't have too much time uh, but I, I really appreciate you breaking the curse i don't believe my husband made it i didn't make it i was uh slain in this room by one of those dirty little mimics. But, uh, I have time to answer maybe one question if you'd like, and essentially, house is gonna work. Yeah, how the fuck do we get out of here? <laughs> is that your one question? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh... <laughs> it's my one question. How the fuck do I get home? Uh, I don't, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, fuck. Oh, God. So you get uh... one hint, essentially, for free because you slayed all these dolls. Things you don't know about is the room next to you the two things you need and the hallway perhaps maybe yeah well, or the shed you did hear about shed. that's it that's the question what do we even need these things for you see her arms are now almost gone <laughs> what is your one question decide as a group right now what 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 does this thing make what what does it do What's yeah the what do these ingredients do like what is, yeah like why do we need them stuff like oh, that yes so we slowly realized that uh, our uh, house was, uh, let's just say, uh, full of mimics. You might already know this, but my husband, oh, oh, Bulby, he was creating a potion to destroy the house. You, did you see uh, its mouth? Did you see its mouth come open? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It ate our babysitter. I'm glad. Oh, I was going to say, I'm glad everybody's safe, but that, that's tragic. I mean, he was kind of a knob, so I mean, it's whatever, but yeah, keep going. If you can create this potion and get the ingredients together and get that mouth open, I, I would throw that potion in, and I think that potion might take care of the rest. Thank you very much, and now it's kind of gone up to her chin. Thank you very much for releasing me from this hell. I wish you the best of luck. We're the full-size kids, boys! Get out of here. Oh, yes. The full-size candy bars. And then she dissipates. What the fuck? Oh, my. Benji, why didn't you ask it earlier? <laughs> I stiff That could Trevor. have been our one question. <laughs> I stiff on Trevor. Uh, um, okay. We leave this room and we'll we'll go down the hall to the next one. So real quick, you, you do smash open the doll that uh, had the umbrella and... Of course, there was something inside of the doll. What was inside of that doll, you ask? This was the amber. I take the amber. Yeah, yeah you break it open, There, an amber piece falls out, and you pick it up and put it uh, with the crushed black pearl, and you can now walk out and go to another room. Are you just gonna go to the uh, room directly next to this one? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah, so you all walk out and uh, into the next room. In this room are shelves with books, broken chests. It's decrepit as all the other rooms are. And you do see that there's that goop on the desk and the carpet, uh, but you don't see it anywhere else. It looks hastily done. So you walk right onto that and you are fine. Uh, you don't need to do a stealth check here. And you do see that there is a note on the desk, on this workbench, essentially. Oh. I peck at it. So the note, there's a lot of illegible stuff, but the one phrase you get is, can't remember which box, but there's a piece of sunstone somewhere in the storeroom. <laughs> in the storeroom? Oh my God. 
That's where all the mimics were. What the fuck is the storeroom? You were in the storeroom. Oh shit, I think that was the room I was in. <laughs> you see alchemist supplies and many things that would help you with potions and such. And you do see uh, a barrel. And what is in that barrel? The same substance that seems to be across the other stuff in the house, except it is in liquid form. Mm. How this works mechanically is you can use, you get one use of it to either maybe coat the floor of a room. Mm -hmm. You could store it in bottles. There are some bottles around the room that you could store it in if you'd like. Uh, or maybe you could take a bath. <laughs> Your call. Yeah, I want to dip myself in it. So if you uh, pour it onto someone, you will only get to pour it on one person. Okay, I say we just pour it on Sammy and then we let him go into the room by himself <laughs> and get the last piece that we need. Cause I mean, there's nothing really in there though. So I mean, we don't, should not be too worried about it. Absolutely not. Why not? It's just a room. Yeah, I like the sound of that plane. It sounds like a stellar plane. You guys are just gonna leave me again. Timmy, I was in there. There's nothing in there. Then you go in there. <laughs> Um, okay, I guess, but seriously, I guess we could just, like, try to bottle them. Because, like, I guess if we bottle them, can we, like, throw them and break them open? And shit? So you, you see that there are six bottles in the room, so you take some time to put them in the six bottles around the room, uh, and you take those with you. Uh, now there's about uh, a little left. It's not enough to fill a whole room, but there's still enough to coat one person if you'd like to coat one, one person. I'm d I jump in head first in a diving motion. You get stuck in the barrel. <laughs> it is a barrel. kicking on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me up. What do you say I can't hear you through all the goo? You do see the floorboards creak and start to come alive. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I <laughs> help him out. <laughs> but yeah, you you kind of flip him up right side up and now you just see legs standing on the floor and it coats him as it just drips down his whole body. You throw the barrel against the wall and a bunch of these mimics come out and kind of see you, but notice that they can't get around this stuff and they give you like side eyes and then kind of go back into the wall. Yeah, fuck those mimics, dude. <laughs> fuck them. All right, so we head down the hallway to the storage room. <laughs> you run down the hallway, mimics coming alive, biting at your ankles as you make it onto the sticky substance in the other left-hand hallway. Woo. And you are now in front of the last room that you think you need to be in. And that is the storeroom. I don't like I don't like how you said think there, but yep. You walk into the storeroom. Everybody give me a group stealth check. It is reset. So it's a nice easy one this time. As you know to be stealthy. 18. God, you're already good. <laughs> Everybody's good. You creak open the door slowly. You hear the door snoozing and... Uh, or <laughs> <Before> sleeping. <laughs> and uh, in this room, you see a bunch of broken boxes. But there are a couple boxes, a few boxes that are not broken. There are four boxes that have not been opened yet. And uh, another note on the floor, <laughs> if you'd like to read it. Mm -hmm. Again, a lot of illegible words, but you do kind of make out one thing. Something, something was only able to coat the desk and carpet before the room started to change. Luckily, this side of the house is mostly intact. I will go back for the other barrel when things have calmed down. I opened a box. I opened the box, the north. Yeah, everybody just- North is box. Everybody just roll initiative real quick uh, that we can hold <sighs> just to make actions, you know. 10, 20, 12, 
Santoon. Yeah. Which box would you like to open first, and how are you opening it? Farthest north one, and I open it with the sword. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of like slashing. Up... No, 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 no. I'm just prying it open with the sword, like kind of using it as like a, a stick almost to like. Give me a Ross. Give me a sleight of hand check to see if you can use it like a crowbar. Well, that's a six, so. So I get frustrated and I just bash the thing yeah. as hard as I can. <laughs> yep. So how this works is every time you bash open one of these, uh, awesome. you're gonna you're all gonna do a group stealth check uh, with disadvantage. Awesome. Fourteen. Oh god. Nine. Fourteen. Yeah. The uh, the crate gets busted open. The floorboards creak a little, but settle. Uh, roll me a d10. Yeah. Six. A six. This was not the box you were looking for. But you do find two potions of greater healing. Ooh, a drink. Yeah, so you immediately go, so, ooh, drink one uh, yeah. of the potions, I, take one I with I, you. I drink You can get that both. back. I just drink both. <laughs> drink uh, both, sure. Yeah. Wait, uh, Sammy, <laughs> are you not going to share those? What the fuck, dude? <laughs> glug, 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 glug. <laughs> and now it's going to go to uh, Trevor. Which one are you breaking? I guess probably just the one like immediately in front of myself. Yeah, when you walk through the door, there is one immediately down the hallway. It's almost like a maze of crates, and you do see one that's not affected, and you're just breaking it open. I'm going to see if I can just open it slowly. Do you have a crowbar? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, so you can use a crowbar uh, easily, and your stealth check is now going to be a normal stealth check group as you pry it open. Not as fun. (laughs) That is a 24. (laughs) Oh, baby. Uh Uh-oh. I got a six on stealth. So all we need is a nine from Tony and we're good. Well, that's a 26. Yeah, you're all good. (laughs) You're at stealth level three now. So four, four now. So look out. (laughs) So you pry that open. Give me a D10. This is not the box you were looking for. I got a one, but I'm going to use a luck point and roll again. Love it. I want cool stuff. (laughs) Fuck yeah, I got an eight. (laughs) Got an eight. Yep. Wow, you guys are rolling the potions. You got a potion of supreme healing. Ooh. That is big time. Is yeah, cool. I look at Sammy and I flip him off and then go, fuck, fuck you, Sammy. Benji, your turn. I peck at the box until it opens. Uh, which one? The box on the eastern side of the room. You peck it open. Everybody give me a stealth check with this advantage. 12. Uh, 21. 16. Yeah, you guys are barely okay. <laughs> uh, you break it open and... In this box are a bunch of materials, but you do see at the bottom a piece of sunstone. That's it. I pick it up with my mouth. Oh. Excuse <laughs> 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 me, what? I think Benji's got it. <laughs> you all silently celebrate it. You've now collected all the items you need. Uh, we'll kind of speed run some of the rest of this, uh, but would you like to open the last box? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Why not? I smash it. Yeah, you just smash it. Uh, it is your turn, so roll me a d10 if you could. Hey, a nine. You find a potion of haste. Ooh. That's good. What does that do? It's good is what it does. Almost got that uh, number 10. I'll tell you what that is in the after show. I'll go through that later. Ugh. So you smash this open, and just as all the mimics start coming out, you guys kind of bust down the door into the hallway. You run down. Again, mimics nipping at your bud, coming at, nipping at your ankles, coming out of the walls, coming out of the floorboards, and you make it back to that desk. 
You all put together the ingredients you have using the alchemist supplies and the mortar and pestle and the other things that are on this workbench, and you put them all in the potion. And this potion swirls with purple energy. The purple kind of shifts and turns into now a magenta color, more magenta and bright and glowing. And now it is up to you guys how you want to do this next part. You know it needs to go in this house's mouth. So how do you do this? How are you going to try and lure this thing out? We go get another babysitter and then we come back. <laughs> Offer them as tribute. Sammy, you had all those cool potions. I feel like you should definitely just be the bait. What if we take the potion, throw it at our feet on the outside, and then we just get a bunch of like knickknacks from the kitchen and just start chucking and making a bunch of noise. And then when it gets pissed and opens up its mouth, and then we throw the potion in there. You make a pot and pan band <laughs> yeah. to, to upset the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're all standing in the goop in the left hallway, and you're pot and pans, banging them, making sounds, yelling, making music. The uh, two window windows in the front of the house kind of creak, almost like angry eyebrows. <laughs> and this mouth begins to open right in the center with this green, disgusting acid like a pool in the center. Mimics come out from the walls left and right and are all kind of coming towards you like zombies angrily, but they can't reach you because you're on the goop. Who's tossing this in? I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, Benji has all the stuff anyway, so. I look at the potion, I look at my friends, and I look at my candy bag and the lack of full-size candy bars. This is for eating all the full-size candy bars, asshole, and I throw the potion into the mouth. You throw it into the mouth, it sinks down into the acid. It dissipates and the swirling magenta magic kind of starts to engulf the entire mouth and it closes and you start to hear grumblings from the house and all the little mimics that like kind of popped out all immediately get sucked back in and you hear this you hear this house creak and moan, a giant And as that happens, this swirling magic starts to rise in the house higher and higher until you're all floating in the house. You get swirled into the center. Everybody make me a dexterity saving throw real quick. PC 20. Okay. I got a 16. <laughs> I got an okay. 8. <laughs> so you all fail. So you all get swirled into this whirlpool down into the house, sucked in, unable to breathe for a moment, and then all of a sudden get regurgitated out back onto the lawn, into the weeds of the lawn, and you look back and you uh, all you're gonna take is, uh, you take eight acid damage each ah. as you get thrown onto the lawn, regurgitated onto the lawn, and you start to see this house implode. Nice. This house gets sucked into itself all of the floorboards splintering and cracking, the walls falling down, and this thing becomes amoebus and blobus. And you realize what's happening is that this giant mimic kind of revert into its natural form. Mm. And for a second, the dust settles. And you see all these splinters kind of stuck in the middle like a black hole just sucked it in. <laughs> it seems okay, but then all of a sudden you hear a and a hand shoots out the side of this house and slams onto the lawn another one on the right slams onto the lawn 
and what looks like a semblance of a house, you now see splinters of a mouth as this mimic tries to oh its best God. to form back into the house. You are now staring at a giant splintery mimic. <laughs> Everybody roll for initiative. Oh my gosh. As you're now facing a giant mimic house. 22. 22? Uh, I rolled a 21 and I thought I was going to go first. 13. This house has now imploded, reformed back into a splintery version of itself with acid dripping from its fangs. All of the fences around the yard kind of pop out from the ground and their feet actually kind of drag through the dirt, it looks like, and are starting to come towards you. There are two more scarecrows in this lawn. A bunch of spiky mimics surround you all the way around on either side, trapping you in for this boss battle fight. Woo! <laughs> How it's going to work is if you get close enough to those spikes, you will take some uh, piercing damage. So, you know, don't get hit by those spikes. I, I'm horrified. I'm scared. I'm mortified. But then a cool, spooky breeze blows through my feathers, and I grip my hand, and I realize what must be done. And I go, full of full-size candy bars. And I cast a spell at sixth level. I'm going to summon a draconic spirit. Jesus. <clears throat> that wall of text that just got <laughs> I open my mouth. And in a brilliant flame, I call forth a draconic spirit, and it manifests an un unoccupied space next to me. In a corporeal form, it is a large fire dragon. It's a chromatic dragon. Love it. It goes immediately after me, and it has its own stat block, and it takes its own action. It doesn't need me to use an action to tell it what, what it does. This chromatic dragon comes out of you. <laughs> And you hear these huge uh, thunderous footsteps from the house, but you throw them right back at the house with this dragon. And this dragon turns its head at you. I've got your back. Thank you, Fluffy. <laughs> Trevor's just standing there, like, jaw on the ground, like, what the fuck, dude? Is that all you can do on your turn? Uh, that yes, your action. That is my action, yeah, but it immediately yeah. goes to its turn when I hit. Yes, 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 yes. It's going to roll three attacks. Um, uh, an 11, a 4, and an 8. <laughs> an 11, a 4, and an 8. <laughs> 11, 4, 8. None of those will hit. Okay, and then it's going to use its breath weapon. Yes. Uh, and a 34 cone It's going to make a dexterity uh, saving throw. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, fails. Uh, it takes six points of damage. <laughs> Look at that! Yeah. You just summoned yeah. this incredible monster, and it goes yeah. up there and just like, eh, eh, I've eh. got your back. <laughs> and you see the house just lift one of its hands up and kind of stop the breath, and the breath kind of dissipates away from the hand, <laughs> and the house just looks angrier. <laughs> it's gonna move to Alex's turn. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the house. So yeah, you mark it as your target. What do you do to mark it? <laughs> I don't know. I throw some fucking rocks at it. I say, fuck you. <laughs> and these rocks like glow and float and then like little bullets. Go and now you see this magical quarry as the rocks float in this circle formation above the house. It's going to be, you know, adding extra damage to this house. 
So that is a bonus action. So I can still take my attack action. That's correct. Okay. Um, then I'm going to shoot my longbow at it. That is a 26 to hit. Yeah, do all your attacks first. Okay. Um, I think I only get two because yes. uh, that's a 14 to hit. That will not hit. Okay, I'm going to use a luck point. <laughs> Word. Fuck, that's a 13. God damn it. All right, it. one of them hits. Roll that damage out. All right. So that is 16 damage to the house. So it takes 16 points of damage. Fuck you. And you see, as your arrow hits, the uh, three rocks that are floating go <laughs> and hit the exact spot and kind of push the arrow deeper deeper in. And the house goes... And now it goes down to Santoon's turn. Santoon. How many other things are there other than this house? You said there's... How many? There's a there's this fence thing. There are a couple fence things and those scarecrows. Yeah, I'm gonna go up and uh, run up and hit the thing. I guess I'm gonna I'm confidently. Stay there, Fluffy. You protect you. I look at Benji's uh, uh, sad excuse for a dragon. I'm like, I got this, and I walk up. <laughs> no, I got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go up and roll all your hits. So 24, 20. 23, 18. All hit. Woo! Roll that damage. So 11, 10, 8, 10. 39. Nice. The dragon looks at you and goes, ha, my attack was better. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly it wasn't, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to go this house's turn, but everybody give me a perception check real quick. Oh, God. That one. <laughs> 16. Dragon's blocking your view. <laughs> <laughs> that is a 15. So when you look around the yard, you notice that Everything in the house, except for the areas that were covered in goop, got turned into this crazy mimic. So that area where the kitchen was and the hallway, that's going to be difficult terrain. The uh, weeds around you are difficult terrain. But you do notice in the distance, at the top right part of the yard, you notice that shed. I did notice and that no shed. You notice all these things. Do with that as you will. This house is going to do a giant sweeping attack at Trevor. Uh, Santoon, sorry. At oh, Santoon. Thank God. <laughs> I mean, uh, you got this, Sammy. I got the goop on me. Don't forget. It's going to try and bite you. You got very lucky. It did not hit you with its bite. Easy. And then it's going to do a deadly leap. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about that right now. So as this house comes out of the ground, it swings one giant arm towards Santoon, sweeping through the walls of the kitchen and the dining room, breaking them as it sweeps, trying to hit Santoon. Misses, gets angry, puts both arms on the ground, and leaps 60 feet, 90 feet into the air. On the next turn, it will land somewhere. Oh. Wait, the house just jumped in the air? <laughs> These other things are going to start coming towards you. Uh, everything else is getting closer to you, but will not hit you on this turn. It now moves back to Benji's turn. I'm like super scared as I'm aghasted, uh, appalled as it hit the house, jumping up in the air. I go, <gasps> and a giant psychic magical spear shoots out of my mouth towards the house as I cast... <laughs> Uh, Rowlathan Psychic Lance at fourth level. Nice. He's going yep. to make a intelligent saving throw. What's the range on that? It's 120 feet. Perfect. It's in the air and you can see it. I uh, got a 14. I have a spell save of 16, so it fails as it takes 23 points of damage and it is 
incapacitated until my next turn. It leaps into the air. You immediately <laughs> blast a spear at it, and it you see the lights in its eyes go out. And it's still about to drop on you, though, where it planned on dropping. <laughs> but now it's going to be incapacitated <laughs> as it drops on the next turn. I'm going to try to move. Does it look like right above us? Like it's gonna land. Uh, you up. don't know. You don't know where it's gonna Is land. It, oh, it's still like you. You can get an up. idea that it's trying. It landed. It's gonna land somewhere in the middle of you guys. I'll let it stay still for the time being, and it's gonna go to Fluffy's turn, and then Fluffy's going to make a series of attacks. Yeah, make all those attacks. As he flies into the air. Okay. Yeah, it flies. <laughs> Watch this. I've got this. That's like the only thing he knows how to say. <laughs> 11, 16, and 13. Yeah, the 16 will hit. Man, this thing cannot hit very Yeah, no. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty good. So it's going to do 18 points of damage on that one attack because of my spell attack. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, 14 points of damage. And it's going to use Yeah, disadvantage. So it, it automatically fails, actually, because it's incapacitated. And it's going to do eight points of damage. <laughs> oh man! Ride, Fluffy! Wait, what kind of breath weapon is it? Fire. It's red. Oh, it's fire! Yeah. So it takes eight more, and you realize that the fire is kind of lingering a bit on the wood of this house. You you get an understanding that because this mimic spent so much time in this house, it's probably morphed with the wood in some way. So that fire is really hurting it. Something else you notice as it flies into the air is that there is still like a long piece of wood that is attached to the ground, to the mimic, to the ground. Where does it lead to? Okay, so Trevor's looking around. He sees everything crawling towards him or like coming towards him in the field. And then how close is the shed to me? <laughs> far. <laughs> okay. Real far. Okay, guys, I say we just head for the shed and get the fuck out of here. And I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna cast a third level fog cloud around <laughs> me and it's a radius of 120 feet. Oh my um, God. <laughs> so it just says uh, you create a sphere of fog centered at a point within range. The sphere spreads around corners and its area is heavily obscured. It lasts the duration or until wind of moderate or greater speed disperses it. So yeah, I just fucking pop a, like a fog cloud. It's kind of like a like a nervous fart that just fucking, just, guys, I'm really sorry. I just, you just cropped us. I think we should just get out of here. <laughs> and um, I just, I just move 30 feet in the direction of the shed. Santoon, take it away. The wood that's attached that I see it, does it look like I could throw something at it and maybe hit it? I mean, you could hit it. It's just part of the... Cool. I'm gonna throw my sword at it and hit it. Yeah, the little magic sword, right? Yeah. So what, I can go 30, right? Yep. So you can make it to that piece of wood attached to the house and also attack normally. Okay, so 17, 22, 11. Ugh. And 20. So three of those attacks hit, roll the damage. As you're slashing away at this <laughs> long piece of wood that goes into the ground and is connected to the mimic. 10, eight, and six. As you do that, even though it's incapacitated, you do hear the house. And you do see all the other mimics around also go. Nice. And that'll end your turn. It goes to these other things. And you notice that these little mimics around you look kind of hurt. So two of these things are going to attack 
Denji uh, does a... Oh, they're multi-attacks. Yeah, with this advantage. So I think only one of those hits. They were a... It was a 9 and 18, a 7 and a 21. Yeah, those are going to hit. Uh, I'm going to cast Shield to block one of those attacks, which makes my AC uh, 18. Yeah, yeah, that'll that'll miss. Either. <laughs> and, you, and you only take seven points of acid damage as one of them bites into your leg. Uh, and then the other one, 12 and an 8 to try and hit Trevor. Uh, both miss. From the Mimic. The Mimic's just gnawing at you. I'm like on my hands and knees crawling. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Scarecrow is going to turn its hands into scythes and go for a multi-attack. I'm sorry, what? what I do here. <laughs> uh, a 15 and a nat 20. Uh, both mm. miss. <laughs> nat 20 does not. What yeah, about the 15? <laughs> it, it both. Uh, well, it's my, that's my AC, so. Yeah, so that'll hit. You take 20, 31, 51, 63 points of damage. Because of crit. Oh my god. Are you fucking shitting me? 63 points of damage? I It crit on its damage rolls and it just crit in general. Oh my god. <laughs> it was fucking actually god. absurd. You want to know? Okay, hold on. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And that's going to oh be, be the end of the wow. Scarecrows and the Mimic's turn as it brings you down to one point of damage. Is that right? Yes. My Trevor lord. Very hurt. Like, oh, fuck. It could not have had a better attack. That was... I'm, I'm staring at these crit rolls. Like, no, no way just crit on its damage rolls and just a crit. And it's going to move back to the house's turn, which is incapacitated. It can't do anything on its turn, but fall. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, it did hit the other scarecrow, though. <laughs> Trevor's down. Trevor's, like, Trevor's down. Trevor's down. <laughs> oh, gosh. So it falls for it, did not do well on its fall. You all take 11 points of damage. You see these little mimics get sucked into the house and go away, and it is healed for 30 points of health. What son of a... Um, the Scarecrow is looking banged up. Do they both get hit, or just the one? Uh, they both got hit, as this incapacitated house falls down on its own monsters, and you as well. Everybody give me a dexterity saving throw, please. Ooh, 23. You make it away. Oh, so I don't take that No, half version? damage. Half, half damage, damage as hey. you get out, but the splinters hit you. Hey, that's a nice DM, right? Uh, I don't think it matters whether I save or... Sorry, you are down. <laughs> Roll to see if you make it out of the impact zone a bit. So you might get placed in a more favorable position. Uh, I rolled a 16. Yeah, so you do not save. You're knocked prone. The lights go out, and you are now stuck against the mimic house. You also cannot see me, by the way. Or the giant house. It does. It does puff the fog out for a second, and you see everybody. Oh. And then the fog comes back in. <laughs> After it, for a second, you're like, guys, <laughs> and then the fog comes back, and it goes to Tony's turn. <laughs> Benji sees uh, Trevor, his boy, his pal, his. This dog stuck to the side of the house. I'm going to use uh, 
two saucy points on quicken spell and i'm going to take a cantrip and make it a bonus action spell so firebolt is going to be a bonus action spell and i'm going to cast fireball after. are you gonna get uh one of these are you able yeah you're able to get oh it's 20 feet so you can get the scarecrow in there as well I can actually adjust the range. It's 20 to 150. Oh, so you can get both scarecrows and the little guy in there. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Yeah, you get everything, but you would either you or Jared would be in the attack range uh, if you want to get everybody in it. No, I just want to get the house. Then you can get the house and the two scarecrows without yeah. damaging your friends. Okay, so it takes 27 points of damage unless it passes a dexterity saving throw. It's incapacitated, so it does Ooh. not. It takes whatever that damage is, 27. 27. And Firebolt. 50, 54, because it's vulnerable to fire. Uh, does a 25 hit? Yeah, it sure does. Uh, it's going to take 17 points of damage doubled. You hear, like, the creaks of the house, and the little guy moans. <laughs> But the big house is incapacitated. It's just like, <laughs> and smoke comes out of its mouth. I mimic him and I go, <laughs> You hate my friend. <laughs> I'm just going to take, uh, use my movement to take a couple steps back. Uh, I'm going to have Fluffy go, and I'm going to have Fluffy make a movement to go towards where Trevor was last scene. Wait, but he's also going to attack the monster. Ooh. Uh, an 11, a 16, and a 13. One hits. Uh, 13 points of damage on a rend, and now it will breath weapon 15 points of damage. This house is looking messed up, by the way. It's burning. It's on fire. Smoke everywhere. Mixing in with the fog. It is moaning and crying, incapacitated as it moves to Santoon. I mean, sorry, Trevor. Give me a death saving throw, please. Oh, I would love to, but... As I get hit by the house, I'm down on the ground. My hand starts to shake. And with my racial trait of relentless endurance, I stand back up with one HP. And I go, I didn't hear no bell. And I fucking shoot my bow and arrow at it at the house again. You are grappled, so you cannot make that attack until you get out. Sorry. A fun DM would have let me hit it. I'm Fuck sorry. You. You're <laughs> it's a big bad house. It's going to be tough. Okay, then what do I have to do? To, you, I, I you, just yeah, you can use your... Fall uh, out of it. You can either use an athletic check or a uh, dexterity check. Your choice. That's another fucking nat 20, dude. You yeah, cannot you stop me right now. Bust out with your action and fall onto the ground with one HP bleeding out of the mouth. <laughs> Is there anything else you can do? Drink a potion, maybe? Yeah, bonus action potion. Yes, I will go ahead and use uh, my bonus action to consume my potion of supreme healing. Glug, 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 glug. A 10d4 plus 20. Yeah, you don't have to tell us what you get, but just do that off, off screen on your own as it moves over to Santoon, who could finish this thing. Oh, let's, I'm gonna finish it right look. now. Here we go. I go, I run, and I'm gonna see it battered and creaking and boards flying off and hideous noises, and I go to swing a bunch of times at it. And I come out with a 17. 25. Ha <laughs> ha. 11. 11. <laughs> then I come in with a 26. <laughs> <laughs> Three of those hit. Hey. Roll the damage, please. So I got an eight. Ha. A six. Ah. And a five. <laughs> eight, six, five. And then I think that's about all I can do. I had to move to it, I'm assuming, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, you move to it and you're hitting this thing. It's it's really hurt, screaming out in pain. <laughs> Smoke coming out. And what else are you are you action surging or are you Oh yeah. <laughs> I got that, might as well fucking use it, right? And then you action surge, of course, because you're a fighter and I'm a wonderful DM. <laughs> hey, action Hit it again. surge. 16, which hits. Barely hits. Woo! Woke him up. Nine damage. <laughs> ah. No, you do all your attacks. Except the bonus. Fucking what? That's action surge? Yeah, give me two more attacks. Take one additional action. Oh my yes. fucking god. <laughs> I, I love thought it. it was one attack. I didn't. Wow, he did one, it was like, amazing. yeah. Uh, I got 12. Oh, 14. the other two don't hit, anyways. 21. <laughs> No, oh, you, you got two extra attacks. Oh, yeah, my sword. Yeah, not that last one. my sword one. Okay. Well, anyways. Yeah. So you hit it with nine damage, though. You know. And this thing is looking messed up. It is on death's door as it goes down to the house's turn, I think. Yeah. The house gets up, and it's going to use its ability, its action uh, to swallow. Alec, you are on the side. But it has an ability to swallow not you guys, but it is swallowing in... You see it chomp down on its own friends, the jack-o'-lantern creatures, and it sucks them in, and you see these creatures get destroyed and obliterated in the acid, and it's going to suck in half of its current health as this house gets 80 points of health back. Son of a bitch. And this thing gets up ready to lurch at you, Benji. <gasps> I'm Benji as another mimic gets closer, ready to join its master and feed its health. Well, I'm gonna do what I do best. I'm gonna use another sorcery tree. I'm gonna use my points. I'm gonna use quicken spell again. I'm gonna make fireball to bonus action and I'm going to uh, more fire. I'm gonna cast fireball at fourth level. Yep. Boom. Uh, makes a dexterity saving throw or takes 35 points of damage. Dexterity saving throw. Boom. Fails. Nice. Miserably. And that does a 10 hit on the firebolt? Probably. No. No. Okay. So, yes. Yeah, 35 points of damage. And Blast I. Blast up through the fog like a firework. And then <laughs> I give him the bird. This bird gives him the bird as Fluffy goes in for three attacks. Yeah. And a fire blast. <laughs> Uh, 18. It's doing it. It's doing it. 20. It's Let's go. <laughs> Roll the damage. Oh, man. Oh, now I gotta go through this annoying spell sheet. Uh, 10 points of fire damage. Tony, on the dot, finish him. Yeah. Hell yeah. I go, fly, Fluffy. And then Fluffy comes from the fog, from Trevor's, da Trevor's dangerous fart. His nervous fart. I'll take care of this. <laughs> and he flies out of the fog and spirals through at the back of the house out of its mouth and lands in front of me for, for head scratches. <laughs> you see that it in its mouth is this like weird amoebus like mimic heart that it crushes and then spits out onto the ground as the house slowly <laughs> crumples and all the wood pieces slowly fall one by one down onto the middle of the lawn like a mountain of wood dead yay yeah happy halloween yay <laughs> where are the full-size candy bars though I, yeah we're looking through the rummage like wait where are they there's gotta be some candy in here anything that was in the house got destroyed with the house so if you miss anything it's in there you do make your way over to the shed 
maybe you should have gone there first. There's an adamantine chain shirt, two superior health potions, a bracer of defense, a plus two greatsword, a plus two longbow, five med kits, a wand of wonder, 20 rations, and one giant bucket of big candy bars. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I told you guys we should have came here first. <laughs> Happy Feast of the Moon, everybody. You walk out of the shed, and as the mimic cow slowly crumples into a lifeless pile of ooze and lumber, so do the mimic fences around the perimeter. While this happens, your magical weapons begin to float away and dissipate into cerulean embers of glowing energy. When you look around, Santoon, Benji, Trevor, you have transformed back into your eight-year-old selves, and your wounds have healed. Several ghostly figures of knights and wizards appear before you. They nod and finger gun at you as they too flick away into glowing fractals in the night. As you walk out of the woods, away from Bulby Burguck's place, the moon shines bright and full over straggling tricker trollers. You make it home just in the nick of time, right at 11, as your parents are cleaning up after a Feast of the Moon party held at Benji's house. Trevor's stepdad pipes up. Whoa, hey there, buddy. Where's your babysitter? Where, where's Anson? Uh, he's hanging out with his girlfriend. What? We're gonna have to talk to that young man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just left us. What a knob, right? <laughs> and then you spend the rest of the night chowing down on your big candy bars, chatting it up, having a good time. End of session. Hell yeah. You <laughs> like <laughs> sick dragon? <laughs> you, you do see a silhouette of a dragon in the distance. <laughs> Maybe you fluffy. That'll do it for this session of Tony Ooh. Plays. Guys. You made it through the Mimic House. Hey. If you couldn't tell, uh, that was very uh, clearly inspired by Monster House. <gasps> no way. <laughs> no. No way. <laughs> yeah. Can you guess Go. the title of this? This show? Can you guess what the title is? I mean, you already know because it's out for the audience, wow. but can you guys guess? <laughs> Mimic House. <laughs> How'd you know? <laughs> So that was our fun, spooky, uh, spooky one shot, uh, split into two episodes. Two shots. And two shot, yeah, two shots. It's called a two shot now. Mm -hmm. uh, would be a one shot in a normal setting, but uh, we had ironed some things out and uh, can't record it all at once. So for us, it became a two shot. Alex washer machine was making a lot of fucking noise. Okay, that's don't why blame, we had to do it. Don't that's blame what we had to fucking me, do. Don't okay? blame my hygiene. All right, your hygiene. I wash my clothes. <laughs> Tony just puts all of his in the freezer. I wear the same black shirt every day. So uh, that's going to be it for our spooky episode of Tony Plays. Please join us for the after show on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash dnd404, where we're going to talk about, you know, things they may have missed or what they thought about the what they thought about the encounter as a whole, as the one shot as a whole. Uh, completely custom, by the way. Everything customized by me. One big goo hole. Yeah. Unless you guys have something to say, we're going to send it off to the Patreon supporter shoutouts. Thank you for DMing, so. Dan. This was fun. Oh, yeah, thanks, it was spectacular. Dan. I had a great time. My, uh, no worries. I am uh, jubilant. That'll be it from us. Happy Halloween, everybody. It's Halloween until November 8th. Remember that. Uh, thanks for the big candy bars. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Later. Now it's time for the Patreon shoutouts. First up is our Sigic College alumni. Ulrich Shield Dust. Ulrich has been hard at work. After aiding Dilmore's reconstruction, the Shield Heart Forge is finally back up and running. The sounds of hammers on anvils are being struck and heard deep into the night. 
His customers are overjoyed and say his work has gotten even better since his new hammer. Next up is Artemis. Artemis is currently working security at the Alchemist dorms at the Sigil College. As the summer semester comes to an end, Artemis is working double time, keeping the annoying engineering students away and defending Kemi Joe from ruthless pranks. Next is Alara Dawnstar. Alara is defending a mysterious church forgotten by time on top of a lone hill overlooking watery cliffs. Alara trains on, defending her new home and mysterious artifacts left behind by an old friend. Enter Julius Kendrick, a dastardly hooligan spreading mischief in South Trillis, last seen only by the man he murdered. Julius's location is unknown but close by. Looming in the shadows, the faint sounds of tolling bells fill the air when he is near. Now we're going to move on to Humbrea's Heroes. First up is Alex Dredd. Mr. A. Dredd is currently reigning champion in the Kambuki fighting pits as he recently won a fight with a bugbear while his arms were shackled to a rock. Quite impressive. Next is Charcoal Darts, wild magic artist of Humbrea. Have you noticed the autumn trees recently? That's because she is painting the environs with her new line of oil paints. Last is Man with Glass. Recently, Man with Glass has been arrested for assault. Reports say he attacked somebody named Man with Stones. Man with Glass claims Man with Stones had it coming and got rocked. That's it for this episode's shoutouts and a big thank you to this month's Patreon supporters. If you want to be added to our shoutouts, go ahead and click that Patreon link down below to find out more. See ya! <laughs> oh, what a fun night. And as that night went on, many trick-or-trollers found the way back to their homes. Two, however, continued on in the search of big candy bars and found the wreckage that our three heroes left behind. Whoa, what happened here? Uh, Kinnaman, I got a bad feeling about this. Shut up, Shelmy. It's probably that CGI magic Trevor keeps talking about. Okay, but like, I don't think Mr. Burgak's house is supposed to look like that. Maybe there's a, a demon ritual that went wrong or... Uh... Oh, hey, I think I see a big candy bar over there in that pile of wood. Oh, come back, Kinnaman. <laughs> what, are you a scaredy elf? So funny, Kinnaman. Be careful. Whoa, there's a whole bunch on this old chest. I can't see you, Kinnaman. Kinnaman? Kinnaman, answer me. Oh, oh God, okay. Uh, I'm a brave little half-elf girl. I'm a brave little... Uh, uh. Kinnaman? Kinnaman? Where, where'd you go? Where'd you... <laughs> <laughs> I got you so good, Shelby. My goodness. God, that's not funny, Kinnaman. I'm telling Mama we get home. Wait, wait, Shelby, look behind you. I'm not falling for no, that I'm serious. No, I think okay. there's something really crazy right behind you. Behind you. <laughs>